Is the world out there just driving you crazy? Well, listen to something just a little bit less crazy. This is Mike Dell's World. And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike. And uh, yeah, I start my podcast that way all the time, don't I? But hey, you would, wouldn't know if it was me if I didn't do that. So today I just had a, a, a quick thought that's uh, been running through my head of, about cars and vehicles in general. And just getting to the point where, uh, you know, is it really necessary to have a new car? Uh, I've been in the market for one for, I don't know, quite a while. And every time I'm about to pull the trigger, I change my mind. You know, I was going to buy a used one, and, you know, then I thought, well, I'll get a pickup truck, and then, no, pickup truck. I think I just want to replace my van because I really like my van, but it's got 240,000 miles on it now, uh, but still runs good. But it's a rust bucket. Of course, you know, everything I drive is a rust bucket, with the exception of our uh, Highlander's a little bit nicer. And, of course, Motorhome doesn't have any rust on it because it's never driven in the uh, winter or in the slop. But, you know, just keep thinking about, you know, all this crazy stuff. You know, you, you get a car that's just jam-packed full of technology, and unless you sell the thing every three or four years, uh, you know, what's that technology going to be like in, say, 20 years? You know, my uh, old Ford truck is uh, almost 20 years old. And, you know, some of the technology that's in it is failing. You know, like right now, just the fact that the the uh, the thing that tells the door when it's closed or tells the truck that the door is closed has been acting up. So I had to take the bulbs out of the dome light till I can figure out what's causing that. And it's not just a simple switch. Somebody told me it's a body control module. Well, $500 later and uh, okay, I can put my lights back in the dome light and not have my battery go dead. But there's, you know, it's the things rusting a little bit and, you know, just this technology may be just a bit much for what I need for a car. So here's, here's been another thought of mine. I'm thinking about buying an old vehicle. I'm talking analog vehicles. I'm talking about a, compu- a computer-free vehicle. Uh, been uh, looking at you know old '60s and early '70s vintage pickup trucks. Uh, yeah, you, you know you still pay a little bit for them, obviously. But my thought maybe is you know find a, a decent one somewhere, you know somewhere that, where they don't rust. And, you know, fly down, drive it home, or fly down and buy it, and or decide whether I'm going to buy it and drive it home if I uh, decide to buy it or not, uh, you know, rent a car and drive home, or rent a U-Haul truck and tow something home. I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. And lately, what's been getting me is like a, an old 69, 70, 71 Ford truck. And I'm even thinking, you know, go as simple as possible. I want a manual transmission. I want... You know, no power steering, no power brakes, uh, six-cylinder or V8, I guess, doesn't matter. They're not, neither one are are overly complicated. You know, two-wheel drive, I don't really need four-wheel drive. I mean, you know, around here, four-wheel drive can be handy, but 90% of the time, 99% of the time, you can get around just fine on two-wheel drive. 
and uh, you know drive like a sane person all that so i don't know that's another thought uh, like i said been looking at uh, 69 ford trucks there's been two or three of them come up uh, not too far away that i could uh, possibly get that they're not too rusty or actually not rusty at all you know as far as structurally uh, maybe a little as they say quote unquote patina you know, some people prefer that. I, I don't frankly care, uh, you know, even if it does get a little rusty, as long as it's mechanically sound and and uh, doesn't look terrible. So, I don't know, thinking uh, that's where I may end up going. Uh, like I said, no, no particular rush in getting a vehicle. I have two running 200,000-mile-plus vehicles and, uh, and one newer one that... Uh, wife has so uh you know transportation's not an issue and whenever i travel i you know if i do it by car for any length of time you know if i go down to the office in ohio uh, i'll rent a car you know it's fairly cheap i can get a car 20 25 a day and then uh, i've got all the the new tech and uh, and good mileage and and all that stuff uh, you know mileage isn't really a, a concern because i don't drive a lot you know, I work from home, so I'm not commuting. Uh, you know, I don't drive a whole lot. So something old like that might just be the way to go. Uh, you know, now I would modernize a couple of things. You know, might consider putting in vintage air. Uh, if it doesn't come with disc brakes, I might do a, a disc brake conversion. Uh, the radio, the only thing I would do is, I, and I found a place that would uh, do their vintage-looking radios that fit in the old uh, slots, you know, with the posts that you stick through, and got the two knobs and the and the dial in the middle. Found people or found a company that makes a uh, radio like that that has Bluetooth streaming and Bluetooth uh, phone calling. <laughs> That's really all I would need, you know. I was thinking, wow, geez, you know, I get something and I can cut a big hole in the dash and put. Uh, four inch screen or eight inch screen or whatever in the, in the dash and, and, uh, you know, have Apple CarPlay or whatever. And I thought, nah, I don't need that. I really don't. I, I really, all I need is, uh, to be able to play podcasts mainly and, uh, music and whatever on the speakers in the vehicle, you know, cause, uh, chances are, like I said, I don't drive that much. So you know, I'm in and out, in and out, in and out. So, you know, why have something I got to plug into and, yeah, I think uh, I think it'd be better to uh, to do it that way. And you know, there's no reason why I couldn't make an older vintage analog vehicle uh, reliable. Yeah, I realize it's carbureted technology, so you know that's a little bit antiquated. But you can upgrade that if you ever wanted to to, to fuel injection, or if you you know you do a carburetor right, they're just as reliable. You know, maybe a little more cantankerous, but uh, not not so much so that uh, it's worth putting up with a body control module. What the heck do you need a body control module for, anyway? My wife had a company car a few years back that uh, the uh, low beam on the driver's side went out. You know, okay, good. We'll go get a bulb. No big deal. Change the bulb. Still out. Got out, broke out the multimeter, and oh, there's no power here. Look at the wires. The wires are all good. Couldn't figure it out. So she ended up taking it to the dealer. Dealer said, oh, yeah, it's a body control module, and it'll be uh, $575 plus uh, 
installation and programming. So, you know, ended up being like $800 for a burnout low beam headlight. Okay, you're not going to get that in a 69 Ford pickup truck or a 72 Chevy pickup truck. You got a light bulb out, you change the light bulb. If the light bulb doesn't fix it, then follow the wire back till you find what's broken the wiring. There's no damned computer. I mean, there's more computing power in the average new car than what sent, uh, you know, the astronauts to the moon. And that's probably been true since the 80s. I, I just don't know. Uh, you know, is it really necessary to have a computer do all that stuff in your car? Now, I, I'm all for technology. I make my life, or make my uh, living on uh, technology. I, I, you know, I love technology. But sometimes technology isn't necessary. Uh, you know, sometimes it's fun. And like I said, with all these new cars, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff, you know, like uh, Tesla Autopilot. I mean, I can't wait till, uh, till that comes to the, to the masses. Am I going to buy one? No. I'm not going to buy one, but uh, I might rent one. That'd be great, you know. And, uh, and that's the thing, you know, with car rentals, uh, I don't think in my case I have any reason to own a new car. Not saying I won't do it. I'm just this is one of my thought processes here, thinking through what I want to do. I, I'm I'm really leaning towards possibly doing the vintage daily driver. You know, something uh, something that I can work on, and uh, you know, we'll keep a third one around. The the thought would be is I'd replace my old Ford pickup with a uh, an older Ford pickup in a whole lot better shape. You know, classic uh, Ford pickup truck. And, uh, you know, not that classic. I don't want to go back to the 50s or the, even the early 60s. But, you know, I'm thinking 69, 70, 68, something like that. Uh, uh, maybe a Chevy of the same vintage, although those are getting expensive. Uh, it seems that uh, the 67 to 72 Chevys are overpriced uh, because everybody wants them uh, for, you know, hot rodding and, and whatnot. But, no, I'm just thinking a daily driver. So, you know, find a... A vehicle that's not all beat to hell and, uh, and you know, easy to maintain. Uh, you know, it's a whole lot easier to change the spark plugs when you can actually see all eight of them or all six of them. You know, my van, I, I've been told I haven't done that. Uh, luckily, the uh, spark plugs last over 100,000 miles, and uh, so I can afford to pay somebody to do that whenever it needs done. But... Uh, you know, the spark plugs in my van, the, the ones along the back, uh, along the firewall, you pretty much have to jack the van up, take loose a motor mount, and roll the engine back a little bit to uh, to reach them. Now, who the heck needs that? You get a six-cylinder Ford, you know, the spark plugs, uh, I mean, you know, you could probably get it with, a, with an end wrench. You'll get most of them that way. And, you know, that's just, maybe maybe that's what I need. You know, a beater with a heater. Something that uh, gets me down the road. Besides that, I kind of miss driving a stick shift. And, uh, you know, it's really kind of hard to find a stick shift vehicle anymore. Uh, new, for sure. Uh, unless you buy really low end or really high end. Uh, there doesn't seem to be much in the middle. Subaru being the exception. You can get pretty much any Subaru with a, with a stick shift. At any trim level, which is good. But, you know, for instance, Kia. Kia's a, you know, I, I wouldn't particularly want a Kia, but I've rented a few of them, and they're not bad. Uh, 
And to get a manual transmission in a Kia, you got to get the one with the least amount of options. You're not even, you can't even get cruise control in a Kia with a stick shift. Now, come on, people. You know, that's, that's silly. Uh, same thing with, uh, you know, some uh, other vehicles. Uh, I forget what, which ones, but I think Hyundai, uh, Toyota, you, know, you get a Corolla that has a stick shift. If you can even get one, but as of a couple of years ago, you had to get the lowest trim level and you could not have cruise control. Now, I had cruise control on all my stick shift vehicles and that was not a big deal. I don't know why they don't do that anymore. Now, Subaru does. Like I said, Subarus are the exception. And I like Subarus, but, uh, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. Or you got to go high end. You know, you can get a. a Get a Beamer, Mercedes, uh, Porsche, of course. I don't know about Audi. Volkswagen, uh, you know, you, you have to pay a little bit more premium to get the stick shift option. Maybe not Volkswagen. I don't know what Volkswagen does anymore. I know they that they in their Jettas, they, they did not have a stick shift option if you wanted cruise control. And, you know, come on, really? Yeah, anyway. Enough of me on the high horse here. It was just something I wanted to kick out there. Uh, you know, do I want to do an old truck? Uh, you know, one of the pitfalls of that. Uh, you know, I figure with something like that, uh, you know, preservation would be the uh, order of the day. So I could uh, express, uh, you know, I, I could, uh, you know, try to keep the rust at bay. And uh, I could, you know, just maintain the thing. You know, and and the beauty of it is, is say I spend you know ten grand on a on a vintage truck in good shape, and you can do that for I think six, eight, ten, twelve grand probably get one that would be daily driver quality. And you know, if I did that, great. You know, then uh, guess what I have in ten years from now. I still got an old vintage truck, and if I maintain it, it's still in decent shape, and I could probably get all my money out of it if I wanted to. So, anyway, that's it for me. Everybody have a great day, week, month, however long it is until the next one. Catch me later. (laughs) 